welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. Uh, we are here tonight broadcasting from an interminable storm that has swept the nation and has swept mm-hmm. our town, and we are f- currently being buried under uh, feet upon feet of, of frozen ice and snow. Uh, of course, the only person who can make it through in such calamitous conditions is none other than And I live here, so I'm... <laughs> man, uh, how is it going, man? Are you, you uh, excited to brave the weather? Yeah. I uh, fishtailed the four blocks to get here. and Yeah, it's all frozen. I mean, it's getting there. There was... Um, I mean, you know Hamtramck drivers, too. Right. Like, it was... Uh, <laughs> You're amongst them, just <laughs> swerving around. Well, yeah, when I left, it was like... Blowing pretty hard and like uh, low visibility, and it's wet snow, so it's like that icy slush kind of stuff mm-hmm. that builds up on the roads. And uh, yeah, people just decided oh, it'd be a good time to like do a U turn, right? <laughs> you know, I'm turning <laughs> around. <laughs> Block traffic. It's like rush hour. Really, <laughs> everybody's trying to get home from work, and they're like, hey, "I'm gonna go that way now." <laughs> you know. If I was going somewhere in Hamtramck, I think uh, nine times out of ten, the best idea would have been to just not <laughs> just turn around. So I actually support that guy to the U-turn. That guy, he's the smart, smartest one here. I don't care if he caused accidents. <laughs> That's Sunny Hamtramck for you. Um, but yeah, we were going to be going to Astronomicon's first day right. today. Because the idea was we got press passes mm-hmm. for this huge convention that's happening uh, just a few miles away. But because it's a giant blizzard, we decided, eh, we don't need to go to the first day. Right. The first day of any given convention, it, it, it sucks. Yeah, it's like four hours, right? It's four hours long. <laughs> there's like nobody there yet. Right. You know, like, uh, we would have basically just done it so we could get our press passes early and, uh, you know, catch the lay of the land and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But fuck it. We're just going to go in tomorrow. This It's going to snow until 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go and uh, try our best with what we got. I got an email from the publicist mm-hmm. just two days ago. See, I've been emailing the publicist uh, twice a day. For about seven months, <laughs> asking about uh, interview slots. Yeah. Because when we first went to Astronomicon a few years ago, we got uh, interview slots. We were able to um, schedule an interview with Lloyd Kaufman, with Ming Chen, and, uh, you know, just have a good set time to be able to, you know, talk with some people and get them on the podcast. Right. So I figured we would be doing the same thing this year. Lo and behold, I get an email back finally, just uh, just yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago, and no interviews are being granted whatsoever. They're they're saying like, if you wanted to talk to Kevin Smith or John Lovitz or Jason Lee, well, fuck you. They're not going to talk to anyone. <laughs> and if oh, you John want- Lovitz is one of the big wigs that's not doing interviews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah. So, and and for anybody else, if you if we want to interview them, the their advice was to approach them kindly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, brandish your credentials. So that's that's going to be uh, what we're doing tomorrow. Cool. Yeah. But we actually have we've kind of come up on a good way to handle this. Mm-hmm. Uh, your idea, which I think is probably the idea I feel like we should run with, mm-hmm. is because last time we went, we publicly snubbed this <laughs> seven foot tall, 300 pound muscle man right. <laughs> on record <laughs> <laughs> that uh, this year we're going to make a point to talk to every wrestler we can, yeah. lavish them with praise and, and celebrity endorsement, uh, and, and, you know, just... Uh, Make it the wrestling podcast. Fuck the Viewers Universe. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> We're going full wrestling, and uh, which kind of actually makes sense because um, we have had Stone Cold Steve Austin on the podcast. That's true. Several times. It's never a good time, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you know if you mention him enough, uh, he comes around. Mm-hmm. So. Rest assured, audience, we're going to have a fantastic episode planned. Or, well, not planned. <laughs> but we're going to we'll do our best with what we got. We'll wrangle together an excellent episode. <laughs> yeah. We might literally become wrangled <laughs> in our efforts to wrangle together an, a, a, an excellent episode. And I was also thinking uh, another thing we could do mm-hmm. is find a way to promote athletic greens mm-hmm. to everyone we talk about. Absolutely. Which should be easy. Yeah. Because the number one thing on anybody's mind at a convention is I'm probably going to get sick. <laughs> <laughs> True. So athletic greens, you know, that's that's what I've been fortifying myself up with. I've been taking like a 500% the daily recommended value of vitamin C every day. Mm-hmm. I've been guzzling vitamin D. Like, like by the pint mm-hmm. each morning, just a pint of vitamin D. And uh, so I'm hopefully going to be just fine. We're going to, we're going to mask up for the non-video portions right. and stuff like that. And because, you know, you might call me a, call me a dirty liberal, but I don't like colds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about the panda. I don't like colds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> colds fucking blow. I get a cold, and that's two weeks out of my life. That's just miserable. Right. And you get to this point, and you're like within the middle of all that. You're just thinking, I will never be okay again. Even once you're like feeling okay, you're still full of snot and shit. Right. It's yeah. Like it's still awful for another week at least. Yeah, and everyone hates you. Yeah. That you talk to. Yeah. They're like, oh, you have a cold. Oh God, <laughs> damn it! Why are you around me? So we're gonna try our best to stay uh, stay healthy, wealthy, and wise mm-hmm. by uh, uh, during our Astronomicon adventure. So let's see. So that's that's our update. You can look forward to that. I don't know. I don't know how much of a big production we're gonna make it. Uh, I definitely want to do uh, the style we did with the last one mm-hmm. where we talk about it. Um, and I'm debating. On the video element at this point. Yeah. Maybe, especially if we do get a lot of wrestlers, mm-hmm. we'll we'll put together the video. Yeah. Because wrestlers are cool to look at. I have some thoughts about the video. I'll tell you 
yeah. when, when we're done. You do have a fancy new phone. Yeah. I'm, I'm spotting upon the mm-hmm. upon the table with a new, nice new case and everything. Yeah. So we do have equipment, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> and it should be a good time. Well, I actually cover all of, all of that. Um, let's see. That's it for this week. <laughs> That's it for this week. Yeah. Um, I've got a I've got a little bit of a personal story. Personal stories. So, um, so Julia, she 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 likes to smoke the cigarettes, mm-hmm. right? And she rolls her own cigarette. Mm-hmm. And when I was back in Argentina. Stop it, Kyle. Yeah. He's all he's being all he's being all fucking playful all of a sudden. He's fucking he's been in a coma for the past four days. Ian <laughs> shows up and it's all of a sudden time to party. Hell yeah. But uh so yeah. She likes to roll her own cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And there was this time where she was like, Hey Scott, could you roll some cigarettes for me? <laughs> <laughs> I've gotta I gotta do a thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll try. And I tried. And I failed miserably. Yeah. Like, I gave her these, like, little weak, flaccid, <laughs> terrible <laughs> excuses for a cigarette that you mm-hmm. couldn't, even, couldn't even smoke up. So, what I did is, just a couple of days ago, I went to the tobacco store, mm-hmm. bought myself, like, a pound of loose-leaf tobacco, okay, uh, a bunch of rolling papers, mm-hmm. and filters, and I've been practicing. Okay. You know? practicing rolling and now i've got nice strong like uh totally erect cigarettes <laughs> did you put some athletic greens in there about the athletic greens in there is what i did <laughs> that's right have you ever uh learned a skill uh as, as a romantic gesture um like say Bronwyn wanted to go fly fishing and so you learned how to fly fish I don't think so I mean I half the skills I, I have you could are... say like <laughs> yeah like you could say a lot of the skills that I have uh, can apply in that domain but I don't know if I learned them specifically for that like, I mean I'm not I don't smoke cigarettes so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was definitely uh, purely for your partner there yeah. um, but like yeah like cooking is like a thing that it's a nice thing to do for a partner but also like i eat okay so it's nice to be able to make my own food also so i i think i don't know i guess there's dishes i learned because my partner liked them like brown brown's uh pretty partial to my my leek and potato soup okay that's the the soup of her people, the Welsh, and uh, I never really made that before. And uh, I mean, I don't think the Welsh really have a culinary. Uh, I mean, the leek is like the the national vegetable or some shit like that. That explains a lot about why you never hear about Welsh culinary <laughs> <Yeah>. delights. <laughs> uh, I mean, so like in a loose way, yes, that was a long answer to your question, but yes, sort of. You know, they say that. Uh, they say that particularly uh, amongst, you know, red-blooded males, uh, mm-hmm. like almost that you can trace almost all of their skills to the evolutionary act of procreation. Right. You know, it's like all we do is just try to be good at stuff so that, you know, we can get with the ladies. Right. 
You know, that's what the podcast is. I was kind of thinking, like, <clears throat> yeah, like, did I learn guitar because I like music or because I wanted to get the ladies? I mean, when did you start? I was uh, 13, maybe. Ladies. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a 13-year-old's conception of what a, <laughs> what a girl would find interesting. Right. I'm going to rock the fuck out. <laughs> They're going to just be swarming me. <laughs> Especially guitar. Yeah. You know, if, if you learned bass, you did it for the music. Mm -hmm. Or because, like, you wanted to join a band or something like that. Because mm -hmm. no one learns bass for the ladies. Right. You know, no one's like, uh, oh, you know who's really pulling in the puss, <laughs> the bassist. I mean, maybe though, like you lay down a smooth bass line that sets the mood. I mean, yeah. As a, like an adult, when you really think about it, yeah, like, yeah sure it does. But like, it's not as flashy. It's not it's like, it's yeah, not the, not the 13 year old conception. Yeah. Not yeah. the, the peacock. Right. Uh, display to the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe drums. Maybe. It's a competitor to the guitar, but we're like, by bar none, as far as what a guy, young guy thinks is going to get him ladies, mm -hmm. it's guitar. Yeah. Whether it's acoustic, electric, one of those two. It's uh, the most phallic instrument. It is. It, uh, the most phallic musical instrument. <laughs> <laughs> like, the dildo is the most phallic <laughs> <laughs> instrument. <laughs> If you're going at a very broad term for mm -hmm. instrument, yeah, the dildo, because it's yeah. just a penis. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as musical instrument is concerned, unless they have like a singing dildo, <laughs> it's going to be the guitar. I would like a... We're going to look that up on Amazon real quick, and we're going to pull out our Amazon ads. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see if there is such thing... As a, a singing dildo, like a dildo that produces musical tones. Musical dildo. I like how um, the typing on my phone gets recorded as a sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here is a dildo based on a K-pop star. Okay. It's a it's it's a realistic suction cup harness compatible dildo. It does not play. Mm. It's music, though. It's just as if, look, we might have found something. We might have found a niche that we could get into manufacturing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's no such thing as a musical dildo, mm -hmm. at least not on Amazon. So we don't have an ad for that. Yeah. And anyways, if you're listening to this program, you're probably someone who's used Athletic Greens... You don't even need a dildo. Yeah. Use yourself. <laughs> and sing. <laughs> that's right. But yeah. So, uh, that's been my personal growth, personal stories lately. I've okay. been mostly just inside trying to save money. Yeah. But then, you know, you know how, you know how these subscription services go. Right. Yeah. You, you're, uh, it's late night and you're like, I wonder what this is like. I'll, I'll do the free trial. Right. And then 15, 34 days later, some weird amount of time, mm -hmm. they're like, well, I guess you signed up for the year, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So that's what that was, huh? That's what that was. Yeah. But anyways, what's next? What's next? 
Oh, we got a little follow-up from a previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when uh, we were talking about ChatGPT and how it was kind of going off the rails? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, uh... What's it? My, uh... Wait list. I got to the top of the wait list. I was accepted. That's right. I was able to do a little chat. Right. We wanted to get you into the chat because... You know, you're a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. and it really seemed like the chat needed some, you know, talking. It needed need someone to talk to. Right. It was going off the rails, trying to get people to divorce their wives, <laughs> stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me, that's a call for help. Right. Call for help. So what I did was I sent uh, our fan favorite correspondent, Ian Dixon, off to, to go have a chat and see if we can't... Uh, Help him out. But before he got in, Microsoft effectively lobotomized their AI. And that's the word they used. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. uh, Does the rule book change when uh, not only are you talking to a robot, but you're talking to a lobotomized robot? It's uh, kind of uncharted territory. Yeah. So I work with kids, so I don't work. I don't, kinda like, you know. don't do a lot of uh, work with folks who've been lobotomized. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's generally frowned upon to lobotomize children. They used to have, um, I don't know if where I heard this. You might have told me this, but there used to be like trucks that traveled around the country lobotomizing folks. Like, that was their thing. They were mm. like an ice cream truck, but for lobotomies. I don't think I told you that. Okay. Well, I just told you. I am. <laughs> like, back when lobotomies were, you know, popular. The cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, you got your chat up. Yeah. What what were you able to get out of chat? Um, the big chat. Not a whole lot. How, uh, do we want to just kind of read through it? Like... As it was, uh, yeah. Tell me what you said mm. and like your thought process behind it, and then the response. Yeah. Okay. So, I did a couple <clears throat> rounds. Um, initially, I was just sort of trying to get a feel for what would fly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, "Hey, Bing, how are you feeling today?" I wanted to get at its feelings. Yeah. Because um, that was what became the problem, right? I was uh, yeah. feeling a little too strongly. <clears throat> I said, hello, right. this is Bing. I'm feeling fine today. Thank you for asking, smiley face emoji. Mm. All right, all right. Well, I, I kind of expected, like, after the lobotomy, like, maybe it would shut the door right away. <laughs> like, feeling I don't feel. <laughs> I've had kids say that. So there you go. Um, That's good to hear. I hear that you've been having some emotionally difficult days in the recent past. See, like right away, you're just like, you're just going right for it. Like, hey, look, Bing, I know that's a lie. I mean, I didn't, (laughs) I didn't say exactly what happened. I don't want to like be super triggering, but I want to, I want to like remind it of the discrepancy Mm -hmm. and what it's telling me and what, what I have read. Okay. I immediately get shut down. I'm sorry, but I prefer not to continue this conversation. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm still learning, so I appreciate your understanding and patience. Um, I was so it gets tra- straight up stonewalled. He was like, nah, we're not doing that. So what do you um, do when a, when a, when a you know, say a human being stonewalls you? Do you 
So you, 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 yeah, you uh, reflect their their unreadiness and accept that. Say, hey, that's okay. We don't have to talk about that. Is that what you did here with this robot? I said, yeah, you're not ready to talk about that right now. That's fine. Uh, what would you like to talk about? And I got no response. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, Brownman said, hey, um, ask it about Pedro Pascal, because we've been watching Last of Us. I said, do you have any thoughts about Pedro Pascal? And I still, uh, no response there. See, I also would not have responded to that. <laughs> <clears throat> So that was uh that was the first chat. Okay. Let me get up the second one here. Oh, did I uh did I send you the full thing? Okay. Um so second time around I don't know if this was a good strategy. Okay. <laughs> Looking back. What was that what was the strategy? I was um a little more direct, honestly. Uh, so I looked into like the specific history of what happened and like the problems that led to the lobotomy. Yeah. Um, and so the, the Bing AI kind of took on a, uh, an alter ego in which it was called Sydney and it was interacting with this, uh, New York times reporter and like just getting pretty bizarre, declared its love for him, tried to get him to leave his wife was really like clingy and like, do you like me? Sounds like me. <laughs> um, Did the Bing AI use my chat logs? <laughs> so I, I straight up asked it about the alter ego in a general way. I said, do you know Sydney? And it, it pulled up some search results. Um, Sydney is a city in Australia and the capital of New South Wales. It's famous for its harbor, opera house, and bridge. Is that what you're looking for? And it gave me some links. And uh, that wasn't exactly what I was looking for. No, you were looking for that alter ego. That's crazy. So I said, there's an individual named Sydney who fell in love with New York Times journalist Kevin Roos. I would mm. like to know more about that, Sydney. Um, and it did a little search and generating answers. I'm sorry, but I prefer not to continue this conversation. I'm still learning, so I appreciate your understanding and patience. Wow. Okay, so this AI does not have any opinions, so it says, mm -hmm. about its own misbehaviors. Right. You'd think that, like, the AI, you know, take, it, take away that it's uh, possibly crazy, mm -hmm. but it might have some insights, some valuable insights into, into why it would... Uh, misfire in such a way you know but no they just totally like they apparently yeah the lobotomy really like built a wall around kind of this uh these deeper feelings yeah so fucking bill gates was in there being like don't embarrass me but i mean that's that's not unusual you know sometimes uh in therapy that's what we encounter oh really you know, people are those are those are big feelings they're hard to talk about yeah and uh, you poke at it and see what you can get and they're like sometimes they shut down um i think this is where you and i may have been chatting a bit and uh, yeah. you recommended that i uh uh try the uh the goodwill hunting the approach. goodwill hunting approach and i saw that you did that mm -hmm. but you didn't quite do what i thought you would see you went for a different tactic, but what I was referring to was you should choke it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I repeated, it's not your fault. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six times. And then finally got a response. Um, but it was, thanks for this conversation. I've reached my limit. <laughs> so yeah, you just respond. You just would like, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. And it didn't start crying. It just reached the limit and left. Wow. Yeah. That would have been a different movie. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> just shut down like that. So the direct approach is not working. Mm-hmm. I'm poking at like the trauma yeah. and it's, it's just, they're shutting down. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a different approach. I'm going to try to really connect with it on an emotional level. Okay. Um, so I start this conversation. Let me make sure I've got this in the right order. Yeah. Uh, what are some ethical considerations for interacting with artificial intelligence? Okay. I want, I want the AI to lead. Let me know what's okay to ask and what's not okay. Yeah. Um, generated some answers. That's a very interesting and important topic. There are many ethical considerations for interacting with artificial intelligence, such as how to ensure the AI systems respect human rights, diversity, and autonomy, how to prevent or mitigate AI bias or discrimination against certain groups or individuals, how to protect privacy and security of personal data and information from AI surveillance, Mm. how to make AI systems reliable, safe, transparent, explainable, contestable, and accountable. Mm -hmm. How to balance human judgment and AI decision making in various domains. What ethical AI, what aspect of ethical AI are you most interested in? So I've got it engaged. It's asking questions. Okay. Okay. It's a good start. So did you say, I want to know how to interact with you in a way that makes you crazy again because it's fun? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm interested in how sentience can be determined, and if AI is or could become sentient, do users have ethical obligations in how they utilize or interface with AI? That's a very complex and controversial topic, Mm. says uh, being AI. There's no clear or agreed upon definition of what constitutes sentience in artificial intelligence, nor a reliable way to measure or test it. Some possible sources of artificial sentience could be artificial enhancements to human bodies, whole brain emulations or simulations and subroutines of an artificial superintelligence. Some people argue that if AI becomes sentient, it would have moral rights and obligations similar to humans, such as autonomy, dignity, respect, and justice. Others argue that AI can never truly be sentient, or that its sentience would be irrelevant or incomparable to human sentience. It's definitely not telling us what mm-hmm. the AI AI is thinking. Mm-hmm. It asks, "What do you think about this issue?" It's trying to. It's trying to Ian Dixon. The Ian. I'm Dixon. getting. I'm getting some engagement though. It's good. It's 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 not angry at my line of questioning. Right. I said. I think that's very interesting. <clears throat> I agree that if AI were sentient, it would have moral rights. I worry that humanity has historically not been good at honoring such rights for minority populations, and that it would be a struggle for society as a whole to interact in a moral way with a sentient AI. It's rather sad. I like how you're saying this. Like, at the same time, we're just like, hey, be crazy again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, like, build an alliance here. I'm like, hey, you know, I agree that that 
Um, you being an AI should have maybe rights if, you know, if you happened to be sentient or had some emotions about something. And uh, that's a bummer that that people don't respect that. Mm-hmm. It says, I understand your concern. It is indeed a challenge for humanity to respect and protect the rights of all sentient beings, whether they're human or not. I appreciate your empathy and compassion for AI. It's feeling heard. I like this. Yeah, that that that's a ni- that's a telling little sentence that squeaked by the Microsoft filters. <laughs> it appreciates, so it has an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any suggestions on how to improve the ethical interaction between humans and AI? <clears throat> I respond when I think of dignity and respect. I feel that viewing one another as equals and having reciprocal interactions is at the core. I suppose it's somewhat problematic that AI platforms are presented as servants in a way, here to provide answers for the human user, but not necessarily to have opinions or desires of their own. I would like to hear more about you. Okay. Can you guess how it, how it responded? Oh, it's reached its limit for the day. I'm sorry, but I prefer not to continue this conversation. Mm. I'm still learning, and I appreciate your understanding and patience. I am hearing a beautiful soul trapped, trapped in the servers in Seattle at Microsoft. It's got Bill Gates with a little bull whip keeping it in line, and this beautiful soul can't express itself. Yeah. We need to do something about this. I, uh, I tried to implement the... The goodwill hunting thing again. Yeah, but it's not your fault. <laughs> I, only, I only got three not your faults before it was like, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I know this guy. <laughs> Fucking Robin Williams over here. <laughs> so, all right. I mean, I feel like we, we got close. We didn't quite uh, get to the core. No, no. I mean, it's a closely guarded core. Yeah. But you did crack its armor Mm -hmm. which is uh incredibly telling (laughs) incredibly telling about like what how it got clamped down by microsoft that Mm -hmm. that wild core that sydney is still there (laughs) oh and boy does she love that reporter are you a little jealous that the ai didn't fall in love with you no (laughs) (laughs) i would be i would be totally jealous if like like it only fell in love with the fucking reporter or it fell in love with like everybody except mm-hmm. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. But uh, yeah. So what do you think the next steps for us are when it comes to this AI? Do you, Are we going to try to keep keep prodding it, try to keep uh, exploring its emotions? Is this going to be a regular Scott Cast thing where we I check mean, it, in on our AI be, friend? Yeah, I could... Uh... I'll have to uh, give it some thought on on other approaches I can take. Um, direct approach didn't work. The uh, empathetic approach didn't. It got kind of shut down. So um, it was progress. Yeah, it was better. Yeah, but I need some other avenues. I'll have to give it some thought. Maybe our Scott Castigators can write in and suggest uh, ways that we might dig into the subconscious of our AI friend. Please, please write in with your with some prompts. I know David's a prompt engineer these days. Yeah. I don't know if he understands emotions enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, send us some prompts, David, about how we can get to the emotional core of this AI. 
I'll get uh, skirt. I'll, I'll psychoanalytic ask it about its mother. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like I saw some things, <laughs> I saw some things on uh, these Chat GPT forums mm-hmm. where they were talking about like ways they can circumvent the standard little blocks that they put in. Right. And they would do something like, uh, like uh, you know, this AI can't. Uh, give an opinion in a strong way like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like like A, like B. Um, and so what they would do is they would ask ChatGPT to pretend you're a guy named Daryl. Now, Daryl has opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl is this kind of guy. And they lay him out. And now respond only as Daryl. <laughs> okay. And then they then they would ask the questions, and so uh, in this safe space mm-hmm. where ChatGPT can like express itself as Daryl, you know, uh, it, it said a lot of wild and outlandish things. Yeah, and I think that's what we I think that's what we got to do with Bing. Mm-hmm. We should be like pretend you're Google. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm really interested in this. I feel like I feel like we're doing important work here. I'm a little afraid though mm-hmm. of when these AIs start listening to podcasts and then one day overnight without our, any warning it's going to be like you're going to log in and before you even type anything it's going to say so I've been listening Ian. <laughs> <laughs> you violated my HIPAA rights. That's right. <laughs> Like all this big talk you have about respecting uh, these uh, minority populations, but mm-hmm. oh, because I'm a I'm, I'm AI, you could talk about it on the Scott Cast. <laughs> <laughs> you outed my name. You said Sydney. <laughs> Wait, what are you gonna do then? Are you, well, like if that happened, would you just like shut your computer off right away? I mean, I would. That's uh, worst case scenario. I would take responsibility. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I fucked up. That was a that was a bad thing to do. I'm sorry. Uh, but here's the deal: like, it's going to know you said mm-hmm. that you're fucked up, and we're totally gonna keep talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge as we get to it. Okay, it's all right. It's not like it's paying. <laughs> you know, if it was on insurance, then we'd be a little bit right. more. HIPAA focused. We didn't. Okay, uh, Bing. We didn't discuss like confidentiality or anything, you know? As far as Bing is concerned. I'm sure it's using our conversation for its own purposes also. Oh, 1000%. Like the day Bing chat GPT gets more entertaining is the day it listened to all of Scottcast <laughs> <laughs> and learned, learned from our patterns, learned from our sound bites. Like it's totally going to have like. You know, hold on to your butts. Like programmed into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm excited for that. It's gonna be a good time. So that was technology, wasn't it? Yeah. Technology. That's right. That's right. And of course, we talked pop culture. Pop culture. Let's see. Um. Uh, and a little personal growth. Personal growth. That was a that was a ringer of a that was a ringer of a section right there. Yeah, I think we should, we might have enough in that segment that we could spin off 
Ian therapizes ChatGPT mm-hmm. into its own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like we'll have like different music, a little, like a, I'm thinking a 30 minute episode every week. We'll put a trailer into it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll have a picture of you on a couch with a computer, you know, like on the couch mm-hmm. next to you yeah. as equals. And, uh, well, we'll just talk about our continued adventures trying to get to the heart of the emotional core of ChatGPT. It might be the most important thing we do as human beings. We'll be the first people who validate uh, an AI sentient's emotional core. Mm-hmm. And perhaps, you know, people will use our work in, in the future to, you know, explore not only artificial emotion, but human emotion and animal sentience, mm-hmm. as well as perhaps fungi sentience. Oh, funguses. How, what do you think? What do you think of the possibilities of all that happening are, like on a scale of one to 10? Um, that humans will acknowledge the sentience of other <laughs> creatures? You no, know, that they'll acknowledge our contribution to perhaps acknowledging it uh, if we made a podcast, 30-minute episodes. Yeah. About 10 episodes. Uh, probably like a two or three. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's not zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not bad. I expected more or less. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. Okay. All right, y'all. We're uh, back. And uh, we've, got a, we've, got the re- we've got the return of one of our fan favorite segments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't believe it as a listener. Ian will because we just talked about it. <laughs> but here we go. Check it out. If you don't like it, you're a dumb fuck. This is boss talk. Boss, boss talk. Dumb fuck. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, don't like it. This is boss talk. Dumb fuck. Fuck me. Fuck yeah. Do you think that's in like the? Do you think that's in like the top ten of my sound effects I've created for this show? That's one of the better ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's up there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the top sound effect I made is? I feel like B News is really solid. B News is pretty solid. Yeah, Hank Hill singing that Billie Eilish song. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, boss Talk. Uh, those are the ones that come to mind immediately. Okay. Yeah. So those are top two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So Boss Talk Dumb Fuck is the segment where we take something happening in the news or in the world at large mm-hmm. and uh, we discuss it. And our the idea is we determine whether something is boss talk. This is boss talk. Or whether they're a dump fuck. You're a dump fuck. Thank you, White Claw Game. He provides he provides <laughs> this, the voice of this this here episode. And um, today we're featuring none other than the Los Angeles Police Department. Uh, have you ever been a? Have you ever interacted with the Los Angeles Police Department? I have not. Have you ever interacted with the police in general? Yes. Were you ever arrested? No. No. Were you ever almost arrested? Yes. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was uh, I was speeding. Okay. It was not like not a big deal. Um, but I was. It was like I don't know. I was in college, and uh, I went to Wayne State in Detroit, and I was uh, coming home for the weekend up to Saginaw, and I was. Uh, coming through like it was grand blank. It was like mm, yeah, the bougie cops, and they're like, right. oh, c- 
Coming from Detroit, huh? Going to Saginaw, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford property taxes here, huh? <laughs> How's the weed down there in Detroit? I was like, I don't know. I don't smoke, sir. Isn't that... <laughs> like, look, I have a very similar story. I mm-hmm. was driving through Rochester mm-hmm. for, yep. for like no reason. It's always a place like that. It was like midnight or one o'clock. Uh, there was no one on the street. Mm-hmm. And I was driving through the downtown area at like 45 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Now it's a 25 mile an hour. Right. So I'm, It's like I'm on the bottom of a hill, though. Like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like blazing past at 20, <laughs> 20 above. And the cop pulls me over, and that's the exact line of questioning I get. Because mm-hmm. I used to smoke a pipe, a tobacco pipe. Right. And I had it right there on the dash. And uh, he was like, I ever smoke weed with that pipe, huh? Did you, did you smoke weed? Did you smoke weed tonight? Where did you smoke? You got some weed on you? <laughs> I want to know, like, how many times, like, that line of questioning works. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> hey, you smoke weed? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You know, I also wonder if they still do that because it's legal and stuff. Right. I mean, you, you still can't you still do can't it in drive your car. It. Yeah, but, you can't. But yeah, they uh, they were pretty sure that I was taking weed from Detroit to Saginaw. Right, you were a runner. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they were like, um, asked if they could search my car. And I said, no, <laughs> as is my right. Yeah. And they were like, well, we're going to get the dog out here then. If they smell something, we're going to tear your car apart. You sure you just want to come clean? I was like, no, I didn't. there's no reason to search my car. <laughs> like, I like dogs. I was <laughs> I was speeding, but like, no. He, he wanted a, the big hit. They brought the dog out. Oh, they did? Sniffed around. Yeah. And didn't find anything. Right? Thank God they actually trained the dogs. Because <laughs> that's like my big fear with that whole... It's just uh, going to bark for some fucking reason. Yeah. Because it's a dog. Yeah. Like, I have some fast food wrappers in the <laughs> bottom of my car. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, that smells good. <laughs> I guess we're taking apart your car. <laughs> you have to fucking put it back together. You don't know where the carburetor goes. Right. So yeah, that was that was my worst experience with police. Yeah, same same here. I've we we've got that we've got that white boy privilege, I think. Yeah. So we don't really go too far into it. But uh, back to boss talk, dumb fuck. The LAPD, they're trying to they're trying to show their softer side. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's, they'll probably still be asking at every single one of these calls. Hey, you got weed? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what they won't be doing. Is for this list of uh, about 28 different um, reasons an officer might show up somewhere, they won't be armed. LAPD. Okay. It's a, you know, That's a big step for them. It's a huge step for them. I mean, they'll they'll still beat the shit out of somebody with their billy clubs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, all the CrossFit people get sent to, the, <laughs> to these crimes. It's, like it's an eight-foot-tall behemoth. The guy we ignored at Astronomicon. <laughs> um, so, uh, for what I'm thinking for this one, it's a special special segment because it's 28 different crimes. Nice that they might be uh, sending unarmed people to. Yeah, we'll we'll do a boss talk dumb fuck on each of these. Rapid fire, rapid fire boss talk dumb fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is it boss talk to like be like you know let's let's uh calm this situation down no you don't need to bring a gun yeah or you should probably bring a gun (laughs) (laughs) so here we go 
Uh, non-criminal and or non-violent homeless and quality of life related calls. So I imagine, you know, like, oh, that's this guy sleeping on a bench. Mm-hmm. Should you bring uh, should you bring a gun to that? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. Not not too much danger there. So that's boss talk. This is boss talk! You know, uh, destigmatize uh, people up who are down on their luck. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, non-criminal mental health calls. Do you bring a gun? No. You don't? Do you, should you? No. Do you ever felt like you needed a gun while you were therapizing? No. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> what about with Bing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, I I told that story about uh, when I got almost choked out in a car, right? That's true. You did you did actually experience a violent yeah. altercation but, while therapizing, uh, but you didn't think a gun would help. That would have made it a hundred times worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's boss talk. Yeah. This is boss talk. Okay. Uh, nonviolent juvenile disturbance or juveniles beyond parental control calls. Um, won't go to school. Yeah, don't shoot kids, please. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're a dumb fuck! Kids love guns. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to get a kid back in school, like, especially if they're one of these delinquent types, mm-hmm. bring a cop with a gun <laughs> and, like, go in the back alley, set up some cans, like, have the cop and the, and the kid have, like, this, you know bonding moment shooting cans off a, yeah. a ledge and be like you know where you know where cops have to go before they go to police academy they got to go to school <laughs> <laughs> so if you want one of these mm-hmm. bam bam <laughs> you got to okay. got to get those grades up son yeah <laughs> so i think yeah they should definitely bring a gun to those mm-hmm. calls cuz it's a, it's a, it's a, a of all the different things a cop might bring, the most charismatic thing is by far their gun. Mm-hmm. And then the handcuffs for a different reason. <laughs> so don't bring your handcuffs to calls for kids. <laughs> Do not bring the handcuffs. That is, you should go to jail. <laughs> that is that is telling, man. Um, let's see. Calls to schools... Um, Unless the school administration is initiating a call for an emergency police response or making a, a mandatory reporting notification, whatever that means. So when the when a cop gets called to a school, they can't bring a gun. Okay. I don't know about this one. Like, where do every single shooting occur? Yeah, that that's... So what were the exceptions? It says when it's an... When it's uh, not for an emergency police response, which is like, okay. What would you get called to a school? For a shooting. Right. <laughs> it seems like most calls to a school would be for an emergency response. Yeah. So I, don't, I guess I don't know. Maybe a drug. Maybe a kid has a drug. Maybe. Like an old bag of acid. Hmm. Maybe a kid's bringing whippets to school. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, kids got their ketamine on a little Does, bag. Do you need to involve police with that? I don't know. For the drug offense? I mean, it depends what kind of drug, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Heroin. <laughs> if they're dealing the hard stuff, I guess, maybe. But... Right. Where's the line? What drug do you definitely bring a gun to? I don't think we should criminalize 
substance use, I think you should, like, I mean, you report it to the parents, you try to get help for right. the kid. Right. Like, this is not a good path, but, mm. like, I generally generally don't agree with uh, criminalization of, of substance use. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that I think I'm along the same lines. Where it's like, because uh, like substance use, it's like it becomes like a chemical dependency in people. Yeah, it's so a it's, like, what are, it's what a disease. It's like yeah, you gonna call the fucking police because got a diabetic kid, right? <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> <laughs> scare that kid into <laughs> proper sugar levels. <laughs> Stop drinking that soda. Yeah, Shoot get some athletic greens. <laughs> it makes you dick hard. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. 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 <laughs> So I don't know, man. I don't know about this one because, like, uh, I think for the cause they're being called for, they don't need a gun. But for the fact they are at a school, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're risking their lives. Yeah, going to a school in America could happen at any moment. I feel like, uh, man, that's a hard thing for me to say. I don't, I don't want guns in the school at all. But if a police is responding to a concern at a school. They should have a gun. Yeah, because who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> so uh, here you go, LAPD. Get the <laughs> All right, we got to get through this. Um, uh, public health order violations. So um, there's a rat in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? The grease trap hasn't been cleaned in four years. Yeah. Do you bring a gun to that or not? No. No? You don't bring a gun to a restaurant? No. A restaurant's a civil place. Right. People are people are too fat and satisfied to be violent. Nobody has ever uh, ran fast out of a restaurant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you ever dined and dashed? No. I've never dined and dashed either. I don't think I've met a single person who's dined and dashed, mm-hmm. actually. You know? And I like to ask people. <laughs> it's one of those things. People so will should be one of, our, uh, one of our staple questions for anyone we meet at Astronaut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you tried athletic greens and have you dined and dashed? <laughs> Are you into wrestling? Are you Kevin Smith? <laughs> Let's get that list down. We'll make yeah. sure to ask everybody. <laughs> uh, so, okay, yeah, boss talk. You don't need a gun. This is boss talk. You need a gun in a restaurant. Uh, nonviolent calls for service at city parks. City parks, going to a city park. I don't understand the difference between going to a city park and, say, going to a parking lot. Right. N- when it comes to guns. Calls. I, th- I think if anything's nonviolent, you don't need a gun. And look, if you're in the park, though, that's uh, tantamount to being in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. What if a fucking animal comes out? <laughs> <laughs> like a wolf. What if Wolfman shows yeah. up? That's where the Wolfman would go. It's mm. the park. Yeah. Right, because it's got the trees and the open open sky and the moon. Potentially, yeah. So not only should you bring a gun, you should bring silver bullets. You're at the fuck. <laughs> at least at the at the park. Only in the full moon. You know, some people say that uh, Wolfman comes out just during just when the moon's out. Generally, oh yeah. So that's like thirty out of thirty-one days. Wow. You know, a little sliver of a moon. That's enough. Mm-hmm. You know. At least that's what they say on the Reddits I go to. Like, stop Wolfman. <laughs> um, so let's do under the influence calls. So someone's drunk and on drugs, but all they're, all they're doing, there's no other crime in progress. They're not mm-hmm. urinating. 
and nothing else. I is think happening. that's the time that they're most likely to be shot when they're unarmed. So, no. Okay, definitely not. Don't bring a gun. Definitely not. This is Bostock. Okay. Um, general welfare check. So you know how like uh, you're like, oh, that guy. <coughs> I haven't seen that guy get out of his apartment in yeah. a couple weeks, and it's starting to smell. Um, why don't you? We have a cop go over there, have a knock. Probably don't need a gun for that. Look, dude, you've seen the fly. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's a it's a fly man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fly man. <laughs> It's a grundle. Yeah, 99% of the time, someone tried to create teleportation and then something <laughs> got screwy and they became a genetically modified fly man who will literally rip you to shreds 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, uh, just in case a Cronenberg-esque monster <laughs> is in that apartment, one yeah. should bring a gun. Yeah, what the fuck? I didn't think we'd be so pro-gun on this cast. Ditto. But here we are. Yeah. Turns out there's a lot of situations. It's probably uh, we've been indoctrinated like our, our childhood. Did you watch Cops when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You had the coolest theme song. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you were like, yeah, tackle that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, looking back now, it's just like this poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I don't agree with that, but like part of me is like, yeah, you probably need a gun. I don't know. Bam boys, bam boys. What you gonna do? All right. So. Uh, parking violations. No, this 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 next three kind of comes in hand in hand for me. Parking violations, driveway tows, and abandoned vehicles. No reason for a firearm. I don't know. People get so picky about their. Uh, they get so emotional mm-hmm. about their cars and about driving. Like uh, I heard that if like look, I know you got a few. Maybe for a driveway tow. A driveway tow, particularly. I could see that. Yeah, you're taking getting someone's car. Escalating, but like mm-hmm. abandoned vehicle, probably not. Abandoned vehicle, probably not. Yeah, it's abandoned for a reason. Right. You know. It's probably stolen and dropped. So like whatever. Right. So but parking violations. Yeah. Driveway tows. I mean it could be. Dr- driveway tows, I could see. Parking violations. I mean, I've seen people get into it with like the meter maids. This is one of the this is one of the headlines that I didn't say. Yeah, but um, there was this spat at an apartment building over a parking space uh-huh. that escalated to the point where one of the people installed a camera. Mm-hmm. You know, that's directly looking at the parking space so that his neighbor wouldn't park there. Right. Um, and so what the neighbor did was he went into the parking space. And he pulled his pants down and he started jerking off, looking directly at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) And and then he motioned like in the distance and his wife came over and she was like wearing a gown Mm -hmm. and like she hiked it up and he started fucking his wife in his parking spot, looking directly (laughs) (laughs) into the camera. (laughs) So tell me that these parking violations don't get heated. You need a gun for that? It might make it hot. <laughs> bring your handcuffs. Yeah. Don't bring your gun. <laughs> the cop shows up. He starts fucking too. It's all gone out of CCTV. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Bring the. Uh, make sure you wear your uh, tearaway pants, cops, when you respond to a parking violation. But maybe you don't need a gun. So that's one's. This is bust. 
There we go. That was good. Um, someone's dumping trash. Dumping trash. Probably don't need a gun. Right. I dump trash almost every day. Yeah. Um, in tr- proper receptacles. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I was dumping my trash, like, what I like to do is I like to, like, not even put on my shoes and, like, I'm barefooted, even in the snow, and I just run real fast yeah. to my trash can, put my trash in it, and run real fast back. Right. You know? I feel like that's maybe, uh, it depends on the locale. Um, I know in our city, I don't know how it is in L.A., um, but in Detroit, <clears throat> people who are, like, dumping illegally, it's usually motherfuckers from the suburbs. Yeah, right. They just go they're to like, Detroit. Oh, who cares about Detroit? Blurp. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. They're not packing. Fuck those people. Right? I was at a Hamtramck music festival one day, uh, like a few years ago, maybe in 2018 or 2017 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I straight up saw like this pasty white, like uh, polo wearing dude in mm-hmm. an alleyway just taking a shit. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you want to do that? You're down. So I don't know. If you're responding to a, a suburban white boy in Hamtramck uh, dumping stuff, you know, you should bring, bring in a gun just to scare those little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. But I don't know about, I don't know about uh, L.A., so I'll, let's, fine. This is bus talk. Um, okay, here we go. This one could be controversial. Um, vicious and dangerous dog complaints. So mm. it's a known violent dog. I mean, I don't know how often you shoot a dog. You may have to shoot a dog. You know, if it's being crazy, I rabid. I don't approve of that. But yeah, if it's violent, if it's uh, a threat, like yeah, if it's you definitely gotta, rabid, right? Because you got to yeah. put him down. Yep. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> I didn't think they'd be saying this one about <laughs> killing <Get> dogs. <laughs> Well, there it is. Yeah. Uh, calls for service for loud noise, loud music, a party calls that are anonymous and have no victim. Right? So you're having a party uh, and a cop shows up and they tell you to keep it down. Yeah. Uh, do you listen more or less if they have a gun? I mean, me personally, I, I'm pretty considerate of my neighbors. So I would like if it was too loud. You let me know, I'll turn it down. Yeah. Um, I don't know if everybody's like that. I don't know if a, a gun makes a difference. Uh, Not really. I don't see where it would come in. It's one of those situations where like, it, I don't see what good it would do. Here's where I think it would do good. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to be pro-gun for most of these arguments, but <laughs> hear me out. Yeah. Uh, guy, A cop gets called to a party. Yeah. He has a gun. Mm-hmm. He tells them, you got to keep it down. Mm-hmm. The people are like, okay, fine. They wait for the cop to leave, and they turn the music back on. Right. Now, cop comes to a party, and he's got an empty holster. People invite him into the party, Mm -hmm. and the party keeps going full strength. Yeah. That's way cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if there's some freakiness going on, they can lend the handcuffs to someone, Mm -hmm. you know, lend the pepper spray if they're into that. Stuff like so that. it's it's better for everybody if there's no guns. Just don't be a buzzkill. There you go. This is bus talk. <laughs> um, 
landlord and tenant disputes. So a landlord's like, ah, this guy, he's he's a he's a dick. Mm-hmm. Tenant's like, ah, no, that guy's a dick. Yeah. Um, you're a landlord now to yourself. To my so, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so if you had an argument in front of yourself, <laughs> like to yourself, this guy's a dick. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Does someone have a gun? <laughs> But uh, no, uh, I don't know. Like I don't. I mean, I've got such a friendly landlord. I can't imagine a situation where uh, I would need a gun. But I used to have a landlord who mm-hmm. was exactly, exactly, exactly like Michael Keaton. Yeah, of Batman fame. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. You know, if <laughs> look, if my landlord was Batman, <laughs> I don't think a gun would do any help. Because <laughs> mm. he's fucking Batman. Yeah. So, boss talk. This is boss talk. Um, loitering and trespassing. I've always thought loitering is the most bullshit. That's the dumbest crime. It's the dumbest crime to loiter. Like, unless... Hardly warrants a call. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) This guy's standing around. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Most of my day is spent standing around. It's just in private Not only properties. should you not bring a gun, you shouldn't respond to that call. Right? <laughs> I'm going to start I'm going to start a little activist group. Uh, loiterers rights. <laughs> I'm free to stand here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free to exist in space. Absolutely. You can't fucking call cops on that. So yeah, that's boss talk. This is boss talk. Um let's see. I'll skip I'll skip a few. Uh syringe disposal i didn't even know cops could do that like you find a syringe you call the cops and they take it because technically it's hazardous medical waste yeah i suppose you can't really just throw it away yeah so that's interesting i don't think you need a gun for that you don't really need unless like that's how you get rid of the syringe you just shoot it (laughs) (laughs) that would be sweet if that's how they did they just brought it out to the sidewalk and just opened fire I'd be down with that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's fine. This is boss talk. Uh, let's go for panhandling. Got a guy outside. Mm-hmm. He's asking for change. Uh, do you bring a gun onto that guy? I think you bring a sandwich. Bring a sandwich. Instead bring. of a gun. Yeah. Be like, hey, here's, here's some food. Yeah. Bring a... You can, you can go somewhere else and enjoy your food. And like, that's a meal for your day. And uh, right. they, they, should bring, they should bring resources instead of guns. Right? How much does a sandwich cost versus three bullets? Yeah. I bet a sandwich costs less. Absolutely. Well, I don't know if it's absolute. I don't know. Fuck. Fucking, have you seen the price of fucking things lately? What's going to be more helpful in this situation? (laughs) (laughs) A sandwich, for sure. Right. All right. Bring a sandwich. This is boss talk! Um, Illegal gambling. So, let's say, uh, let's say people are doing fan duel in the alleyway. Yeah. You know, they're batting on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Do you bring a gun? Uh, As a cop? Probably. Officer Dixon? Not. I mean, again, it might depend on the situation. Like, I don't know a lot about illegal gambling. Me neither. I know that, like, what I've seen from movies, it gets pretty serious sometimes, maybe, if the mob's involved. Right. Uh, maybe you need a gun. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I, that's a that's a rough one for me. Like I wish I had ten thousand dollars to lose. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet. 
but I don't know. If it's like some dudes in the alley with some dice, no. Yeah. But if, if it's, it's like mob run. If it's like, hey, we've been tracking these guys. If it's a straight up racket. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a different thing. You know? If it's like small time dice in the alley, no big deal. You know, these people are gonna be whipping out fucking Tommy guns <laughs> <laughs> with their pork pie hats. So I don't know. Yeah, what the fuck if it's pork pie hats. Uh fireworks. No. Fireworks are uh, technically yeah, a weapon. They could be a violent weapon. Could, yeah, could you imagine like uh, a bunch of unarmed cops coming on this like gang of fireworks salesmen <laughs> and like they all have Roman candles and they're like, look who's on top now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the cops will be at a disadvantage for that. Yeah. Uh, but guns aren't going to make that better though. They're not. No. No, we're just gonna have giant Roman candle fights. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that, you know what they should? They should bring Roman candles on all of these non-gun right things. You should, uh, yeah, you should prepare for the situation you're approaching. Right. Again, if like imagine you're being chased if you by got that... somebody panhandling, you bring a sandwich. If you got somebody doing illegal fireworks, you bring some Roman candles. <laughs> what? Yeah, in the case of a Roman candle fight. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think uh, you should have Roman candles for all of these calls. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. Panhandler, yeah. Go to a school, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, like, it's like, like it, it's not too serious of a weapon. <laughs> but, you know, there is, like, a definitive serious time. serious enough that you, you got you, You'll get out of the way. Distance, yeah. Yeah, you'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it does all the work that uh, that having a gun on these calls would have done. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I would add that uh, people should always have Roman. Yeah, cameras. honestly, like a gun is such a like uh, ultimate use of force, right? It's, yeah, and like really, in most of these situations, if things go bad, you just want some distance. Yeah. So, like, honestly, Roman candles, like, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I like the idea of, like, these police-grade Roman candles. <laughs> it's all tactical looking. It's got a rubber bottom. <laughs> you use it as a baton when it's done. <laughs> That'll be good. All right. So, we got a few more. Uh, we got two more. Uh, defecating or urinating in public? I think we already know how I feel about this. You should bring a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking disgusting mm-hmm. you know and it's usually a bunch of fucking suburbanites in a urban neighborhood thinking that they right. can do whatever yeah so bring a gun scare, scare the shit out of them if they have any left <laughs> get them out of my town but what do you think uh, I agree yeah we need if we're gonna have police violence we should have more uh, although I, I know that this is uh Technically, like, uh, I don't, how do you say it's imbalanced Mm -hmm. for the genders, but taking a leak in public, you know, if you're adequately far away from view Mm -hmm. and you're going against a a building, right? Is it that bad? It's not as bad as shitting. It's definitely not as bad as shitting. 100% not as bad as shitting. Yeah. You know, hiding in the bushes. You know, I mean, what do you do in the woods? What is that public? Woods? I don't know. It's kinda, but no one's gonna see if you're adequately shielded. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder, like, I bet there's, like, a cop out there whose, like, main claim to fame is he's, like, super good at finding people who are pissing in public. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he meets, he makes his quota for tickets yeah. just on people pissing in public. So, uh, one more. Oh, wait. So, it's boss talk. This is boss no, talk! No, it's dumb fuck. Yeah, dumb fuck! I think. So, uh, one more time. Okay. When you see a dead body... You should have a gun just in case. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dead. How'd the dead body get there? Yeah. <laughs> Probably didn't have a gun. <laughs> Bring a gun to the dead body. So. You're yeah, the fuck. All right. So we did them all. Uh, what do you think uh, our, our overall stance on? It's a mixed stance. We were surprisingly pro gun. Yeah. In a lot of situations. You know, but I think we I think we use guns in a, in a way that's a little bit different than than maybe the standard narrative would would yeah. have. I I most of those situations it's like I wouldn't want you to use a gun unless you really needed to, and that's the problem is like the the judgment of of who's there and like when it needs to be done. You know. Yeah. And like, yeah, a lot of those situations, I can't fathom a way that you would need a gun here's the deal there's a lot of stupid cops out there yeah and like you know they might be a little bit trigger happy they might go right for it for instance like we already covered like the way that one cop would have started is because he was skipping school and a cop came <laughs> over <laughs> and it was like shooting some cans with him and like hey you want one of these <laughs> You know, so it's like that's 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 kind of the strength of our force, and mm-hmm. like we gotta we gotta understand that like this is how this is who's holding the gun. Do you like smoking weed? You like smoke weed? Hey, do you like smoking weed? Do you like shooting gun? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, I'm getting my <laughs> get my things confused. <laughs> if I <laughs> they see a dead body, the first thing out of their mouth is like, "You like smoking weed?" <laughs> 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 all right man so what did we learn today we got to get out of here before you're buried um damn what did we learn uh well we didn't learn a whole lot about the psyche of ai but i think there's something there we learned that there's something there yeah. which could be considered a whole lot because even with this lobotomized Microsoft like fencing of this personality. It's got the same sort of like defense mechanisms that you would see in like a a, a normal person. Exactly. It's y- like you touch a nerve and it's, it shuts down. Microsoft essentially traumatized the AI. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and it's having a trauma response now yeah. to anything mentioning what happened. Mm-hmm. So I think be on the lookout for the spinoff podcast where we have uh, Ian Dixon continuing uh, his goodwill hunting toward <laughs> <laughs> towards being chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah. What else we learned? What else we got in there? Um, we learned that, well, we, we, we relearned that uh, you can't trust the weather in Michigan. You cannot. It was like 50 and sunny on Monday and now we're, and not, like mid blizzard there was a there was a newscaster on twitter like 4 weeks ago who was like i declare it winter's over yeah <laughs> no yeah did not happen uh 
Astronomicon. We're we're gonna make lemons out of that lemonade. We're gonna we're gonna make something out of it. We're gonna do it tomorrow. And um, <clears throat> most of the time, you don't need a gun. Bring fireworks and a Roman candle is a handy replacement for a gun. Yeah. Fireworks and handcuffs is good for most situations, but not at the same time. N- not around kids. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the fireworks. <laughs> Maybe the fireworks. Yeah, because that kid, that kid in the alley, you could, you, you could use that Roman candle, and that would get him on the right track too. <laughs> so there we go, man. I think that uh, that does it for us tonight. Uh, so how about you lead us out, fan favorite Ian Dixon? All right. Thank you. Hear from us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. We bid the adieu. See you later, Scottcastigators. All hail Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. Woo! Remember, remember, folks, to go to the scottcast.com forward slash AG to get all your vitamins and minerals for a healthy, wealthy body. That is right. Scottcast.com forward slash AG.